Welcome back to Beyond Strength and Endurance Training Talk. I'm the head coach of BSE, Kyle Holman. Today we are talking about lifting heavy, and it is a learned skill. Uh, I mean, I remember back in college, um, in the weight room, we we did a, a rep max for back squat, and uh, I believe I did 405 for eight, which estimated that my max should be 500 pounds. Uh, the initial sound of that is, well, that's cool. Uh, but now we actually started on um, a 12-week progression to actually work towards a you know one rep max. So uh, we're building up, and uh, over the weeks, and I get to the point where uh, on this day, uh, picked up uh, 460 pounds on my back, stepped back, I'm shaking, and in my head I was like, nope. <laughs> I mean, uh, I re-racked the weight. I mean, I literally picked it up and and just re-racked it because I in my head I was thinking, holy shit, I I got to get my mind right for this. So it is a learned skill. Um, you know, it's it's one thing when things feel, you know, heavy-ish. It's another thing when you pick a weight up that feels like it's about to fold you in half. Um, so the process of this is not only a physical one, but a mental one. Um, and it's something I learned in the trenches, you know, doing this and uh, had a great strength coach to help me. But um, as I went through it, I uh, learned all these things about not only the physical side of it, but uh, the mental side of it as well. And to truly learn to lift heavy um, there's a big mental component of that. So uh, we're going to talk about how to truly reach uh, your physical capability um, on lifts and how to truly learn how to lift heavy, heavy weights. Let's get it. Reality check number one. Um, when you first start strength training, uh, PRs are going to come just <laughs> all the time, it seems. I mean, I mean, if you really think about this, when the first time you ever started lifting, uh, I'll just keep using the back squat example. Uh, you know, you probably started with the barbell to work on technique. And uh, technically, when you squatted the barbell, that was a PR. And I'm sure in that session, you probably slowly added a little bit of weight. And every single time you added weight, PR, PR, PR. Um, even over the weeks and months and, and honestly year, um, you're going to keep walking in the weight room and, and a lot of times you're going to keep being able to put more and more weight on the bar. Um, the reality check is that uh, it's just that. You have to understand the process that um, when, you, when you first start doing it, you are going to have those gains, but that can't continue that way. I mean, it, it's science. <laughs> I mean, I make the joke, but I've trained for you know, over 27 years now consistently. And if I could just squat more every time I walked in the weight room, I would squat this entire house by now. Um, so you got to keep that in perspective. And the higher you climb in weight, um, especially when you start uh, squatting or whatever lift it is over your body weight and well over your body weight, two times your body weight um, and things like that, th- the gains are going to come you know, much smaller. And you might have to work a lot harder for a lot more weeks and months to even gain five pounds. And so you have to keep that in mind. I mean, I always think of the example of Olympic athletes that train for four years, sometimes just to try to beat their time on the track by a hundredth of a second. Four years of training for a hundredth of a second. Um, so you have to keep it in perspective. I mean, uh, to be honest, I get frustrated a lot of times when I hear somebody, you know, hey, how did back squat go today? Oh, I only got five, a five pound PR. Like, Take that into consideration. You got a personal record. That is something to celebrate. There's no, it's only five pounds. That is a personal record. Um, even if you could add five pounds slowly over the year, that can turn into 10, 15, 20 pounds. So the reality check is that, that when you first start lifting, PRs are going to come in the bunches. Um, but you're going to have to keep training harder um, and training longer to continue to get those. And that is just part of it. Max effort. 
This is a great example that um, one of my professors used in college, but it, it's natural human tendency to only apply um, as much effort as we need to. Um, he used the example of, um, <laughs> you know, we were in college, so uh, sitting down at a bar and ordering, a, you know, a big 32-ounce um, glass of, of beer. And, you know, it's not you think about how much effort you have to apply, but, you know, 32 ounces of a big uh, mug is, you know, it's, it's can be heavy. So if you, if you had that in mind and you go to pick it up, what happens when that mug turned out to be plastic? You probably dump it on yourself because you were applying much more force uh, than you needed to. But anytime we lift weights, it doesn't matter what lift we're doing. But uh, once again, continuing with the back squat example, you need to be the one to dictate your speed. And what I mean by that is every time I go down in a back squat, it doesn't matter if it's the empty barbell or a very heavy weight for you, you need to push as hard and as fast as you can from the bottom to the top. The weight as it gets heavier will slow down your speed from the bottom to the top, but you need to push as hard as you can every single time. Especially as the weights get heavier, you cannot feel out the weight. So I can't go down and... and push just a little bit and then think, oh shit, I got to push more. It, when you get to a super heavy weight, it's over at that point. So every time you lift any weight, it doesn't matter what weight it is, you need to push as hard as you can. And that takes some intensity. And we're going to talk about that, that mental mindset later, but you need to keep that in mind. This isn't, you, you never want to be a limp noodle uh, when you're lifting. Everything needs to be tight and you need to be braced and you need to be mentally prepared to apply maximum effort to every single weight that you lift on every single rep. What weight should you use? Uh, this is something that uh, you know you got to learn over time. Um, you know until you have a a max to go off of, um, and we'll talk about you know reaching that true physical max uh, here in just a second. But until you have a max, I mean, if somebody puts percentages on the board, I mean that means nothing to you because a percentage of what <laughs> you don't you don't have a max, so therefore you can't take a percentage of anything. Um, so when you're, uh, doing rep, different rep schemes, doesn't matter if it's 12, 10, eight, six, uh, two reps, anything like that. Um, you need to work to a challenging weight and working sets means that you had to just that work. You had to apply effort. You know, when you're warming up, um, those sets are just for that to warm up. But if we're doing, let's say six sets of back squat, you need to warm up so that all six of those sets are now working sets. And the way you figure that out is, you know, the, in something like that, really it's, it's kind of the last two reps should be very challenging to complete. You know, we always want to try to hit the reps we're supposed to hit. So you don't always, you know, if you're supposed to hit eight, you don't want to put on a, you know, a weight that buries you after five. Um, but I see it all the time where we're doing, uh, whatever, eight reps and people just, you know, bounce right through eight reps. It looks like they don't even have any weight on the bar. That's not, that's a warm up. That's not a working set. So if you want to get strong, you have to do just that. I mean, strength training is trying to lift that which does not want to be lifted. Um, so you have to push your limits on that to reach those last couple reps that are very challenging. And that's how you know that that was probably the right weight for me. And, and this takes just, honestly, it takes consistency and, and trial and error. Um, you know, once again, if we're doing six sets of something, you know, that the first couple sets when, when you're early on in lifting and you don't really know what weights you can use, then, you know, that first set or two might take, you know, figuring out, okay, eh, that was a little bit too easy. Uh, I need to put on more weight. And then inevitably, you know, we're trying to reach a weight that's very challenging by that third set at least. And then we can finish out with that. 
um, as you get um, you know more time uh, training under your belt, then you'll know uh, when we get to these different rep schemes what weight you can do for that. And a big thing is to record. Um, I'm a broken record when I say this, but if you don't record your weights, then you're always doing this trial and error and, and wasting working sets. Um, I mean, once again, I've been training for a very long time and everybody thinks they'll remember what they lifted last time, but I promise you, you won't. If you don't write it down, you're not going to know what weight you used last time and therefore be able to use the appropriate weight next time. So um, dialing that in to find the right weight to make sure you are pushing your limits is what is going to make the strength gains um, you know, come much quicker. Reaching a true physical max. Uh, physical being the key word there. This is the first step in learning to lift heavy is, you know, utilizing all the things we've talked about that you need to apply maximum effort and speed to every single rep uh, in each set and um, working your way up that way. Um, once you do that consistently over time, then you are going to reach a point where you reach your physical um, capability for the moment because uh, we're going to talk more about the mental side and how to continue to improve from there. But um, the true physical max is you literally put a weight on your back and you were applying maximum effort and you went down and you didn't stand back up. Um, so that's how we know we've reached that true physical max um, for the time being. Um, from there, now we can use, we're going to talk about using percentages and stuff in a second, but that is the first step to um, you know, choose the appropriate weight for your, so you can get as many working sets uh, that you're supposed to. You know, applying that maximum effort to every single rep, and then you will get to that kind of true uh, physical max. Working off percentages. So we discussed, you know, reaching that true physical max. So now we do have a max to go off of. Um, so when people put percentages on the board, now we have a weight to, to decide what those percentages are. Um, a lot of the best lifters, powerlifting, Olympic lifting in the world will spend the majority um, of their training year in kind of that 70 to 75% range. Um, obviously they go heavier and lighter on sometimes, but if you look at kind of their overall average throughout their entire training year, um, that is a big percentage that you'll see a lot. Um, and the reason is because that is a heavy enough weight that you got to get your mind right and focus and, and do all the things we've talked about of applying maximum effort. Um, but it is that heavy-ish weight where we can physically and mentally work on lifting that heavy-ish weight. Um, so that's why percentage work is so beneficial with that. Um, now you can uh, push to the appropriate percentage and rep schemes uh, on that. But um, percentage work is great. Uh, we can't always just lift as heavy as we can every time. Um, if you're always doing that, a lot of time you get technical breakdown. And, and honestly, you're going to start to overwork yourself. Um, and you can't always improve something when you're just trying to go as heavy as you can every time. Uh, that would basically be just we're walking in the gym every time and trying to max out. And I know a lot of people want to do that. I mean, I, I get it. It's, you know, you want to lift heavy and you want your PRs to go up. And But if you stick to the percentages that are prescribed for you, then you work repetition, repetition, repetition with that heavy-ish weight. And that will carry over huge now uh, when we're going to talk about working, get, getting to a true uh, physical and mental max for yourself. Visualization. Now that we've gone through all these steps and you know reached that true physical max and you know going off percentages and things like that, the mental side is now going to start to come into play. 
uh, if you truly want to keep climbing the ladder and getting to heavier weights. And there's some other things that uh, we'll talk about in other episodes of auxiliary work and, and how to shore up areas like that. But visualization is huge. Um, when you're getting to heavy, heavy weights, if you're walking up to that weight and you don't think you can lift it, you're probably not going to lift it. Um, so you have to visualize, you know, seeing whatever it is uh, for your goal. You have to see that weight on the bar, see yourself picking it up and see yourself completing the rep, um, going through that mental exercise in your mind over and over again uh, before you get into that training session is what's going to allow you to to lift those big weights. Um, and look, bad mental visions are going to come, right? I mean, every time you think about lifting these heavy weights, you might see yourself fail. And, and you don't want to block that out. You just want to let that that thought pass, so to speak, and then visualize it again and keep visualizing it till you see yourself uh, lift this heavy weight. Um, everybody has numbers as you're climbing. It you know, depends on the lift, but you reach these numbers and it could be you know, 150, 200, 275, 300. You're going to find these mental blocks that, uh, I mean, I've seen it time and time again where you can tell somebody has a mental block, let's say on a weight like uh, 300 on back squat, and we've done... 295 on the bar and they'll smoke the lift. And now because they know that 300 pounds is on the bar, they just mentally uh, defeat themselves before they've even started. And um, you know, sometimes it would be better uh, if you didn't know what weight is on the bar. I've seen that so many times. Uh, I actually had a gym that I was at that had kilo plates. Um, and for us Americans that are used to pounds, a lot of times they couldn't do the math uh, quick enough. So they would have no idea what was what weight was on the bar. And after they lifted, I would say, hey, good job, that's PR. Um, <laughs> so you got to be able to overcome that. Uh, you got to be able to overcome those mental blocks. And the only way to do that is to practice that visualization of seeing it and then, you know, keep making those attempts. And, and failing lifts is a part of strength training. Um, you know, I've put several weights on the bar and failed them multiple times over weeks and then finally hit it. Um, and once you hit that weight, most likely there's going to become another weight that becomes a mental block for you. So um, that's just part of it. Um, but that is part of learning to lift heavy. Uh, like I said, we've reached that physical max, but now we have to start practicing the mental side of this. Um, and part of that is visualization. Flipping the switch. This is a huge mental thing to learn at some point. And um, you'll see uh, a lot of people get you know, super jacked up. It could be yelling to themselves or things like that. Um, I tell people all the time, you, you don't have to get angry, all right? So um, if you're not, especially if you're not a, a you know an angry person, I mean, it doesn't mean you have to be an angry person, but if you're not somebody who can kind of get angry like that, you don't need to get angry. You need to get intense. You need to get your mind right that you are going to have to bring everything you got on this lift. And it is trying to find a way to actually, you can do this um, over many years of, of practicing, many reps of practicing of finding something to get yourself hyped up to get that adrenaline rush to flip the switch and lift the weight. I mean, it was awesome. Actually, this morning in a training session, um, I had somebody find this today. Uh, We talked about it. We've talked about it before. But today, uh, they actually surprised themselves and found a way to, you know, get that adrenaline rush. I mean, they even said like, man, I got like goosebumps after that, like, because it was a huge, huge um, rush that I found. And that's something that is, once again, we're talking about learning here. It's it's something that's learned. And you might feel stupid the first time you're trying to get super intense to lift a weight. Um, it doesn't mean you need to yell and scream or anything like that. But in your mind, you need to find a way to flip the switch. And when we talk about that percentage work, and we're getting to those heavy-ish weights, 
you need to practice the mental side just as much as the physical. So this, these repetitions we're doing um, at the heaviest weights, yes, there's a physical component to that, but you need to get your mind right and find a way to get very, very intense to lift this weight. Because um, once again, when you get to start reaching this true physical and mental uh, capability for yourself, you are going to pick up weight that feels very, very heavy. Um, it's going to feel like it's going to fold you in half. So you've got to find a way to get that uh, adrenaline rush. I mean, in a very uh, funny example, but these are true life experiences that have happened. You've uh, There's been stories of people who are you know, older in age that have literally lifted the back end of a car up just enough to get somebody out from underneath it. And that comes from adrenaline. Um, you know, they've talked about, we don't, I don't think we fully understand the, the capability of our minds and what that can do. And we need to learn how to unlock that. So you need to find something. It's, it's a routine of how you step up to the bar when you're getting to these heavy weights, just like somebody has a routine before they shoot a free throw or, you know, before they do a golf swing, it's, it's all about the routine and you need to search and find what is going to get yourself super amped up to get underneath this weight and make it happen. A true one rep max. So this is where we are combining the physical and mental components to this. And once again, we talked about that reality check. You're probably going to see some big jumps in your PR, uh, really all the way up until you get to that kind of physical max. Um, and then those PR numbers will start to slow a little bit. They'll be less frequent and not as big as jumps. And now we are reaching a true physical and mental max. When you get to this, now you're talking about every time you go through a training cycle, you, you might not hit a PR because we have reached such a high level for us personally that it's not going to happen every single time. Uh, I mean, a good, when you get to this point, a good thing that I've always heard someone say, if, if you can lift 90% of your max 90% of the time, then you're in a good range. And at this point, when, to, to reach this, honestly, there's probably going to have to be some extra work besides just the movement. So we can really reach that true physical max in something, let's say, like a back squat by purely just squatting and doing back squat. And then from there, um, to reach this physical and mental um, max, you know, we've had to practice the things we talked about, visualization, uh, finding a way to flip the switch. Um, but there's probably going to have to be some extra work. You know, a lot of times in a big lift like this, it's, it's your core strength that's going to fail you. Um, especially after you've reached that physical max, because uh, the legs are, are going to kind of still be willing, but there's going to be certain things that start to um, hold you back. And so now we need some extra work on top of what we're doing uh, to reach this. And when you get to this true physical and mental max, it's also something where now we're only talking about once or twice a year where we're going for this max, because it takes a lot. It takes extra work. Um, it's going to be just as much mentally draining as it is physical. Uh, to get that intensity each time, and, and that takes it out of you. Um, but this is where we are really pushing to reach this max. And these are talking about lifetime PRs and and numbers you never thought uh, really were possible. But um, once we get to this number now, it's going to have to be a lot more work just to gain five pounds on a lift. Uh, once again, I use the Olympic example of working for four years. Um, Olympic weightlifting is, is a sport uh, that's in the Olympics, and these people train for four years just to hopefully hit a – one pound PR, let alone five. Um, so you have to understand that when, when you're doing that uh, to reach this true physical and mental max of, of the amount of work um, that it takes uh, holistically, mentally, and physically. The never-ending process. This is exactly what strength training is. I mean, strength training is, yes, we 
want to have goals uh, to what to reach from a strength standpoint, but always understand this is a lifelong pursuit and it is going to be a constant cycle um, of repeat. Um, you're going you're to reach a, a true max. We just talked about that of, of finally getting to the point where now we've um, fully emptied out our physical and mental capacities and we're going to reach uh, that true one rep max. And now, honestly, the process starts all over again. And, and in that process, we have to never forget the basics. So we now have a new max to go off of for percentage work, but we have to keep those basics in mind of um, applying maximum effort to every single lift, um, of visualizing that lift, um, of flipping that switch. It is something that we do over and over again. We get that new max, we go back, back to percentage work and practice those basics and work towards a new max. And then we just keep repeating this process uh, over and over again. And uh, as I mentioned, kind of that uh, reality check number two, if you will, is that once we've reached this point, uh, most likely we're not going to PR every single time uh, we go through a training cycle. Um, I mean, typical training cycles are will be eight to 12 weeks. And, and once again, I, I joke, but if I could just PR every single time I did an eight to 12 week cycle, <laughs> I would squat a shit ton of weight by now. Um, so you have to understand that that's not going to always be the case. And the higher we get um, in our max relative to our body weight, when we start getting over you know, one and a half, two, two and a half times our body weight on stuff, depending on how far you want to take this, um, a, lot th- a lot of things are going to come into play. They're always important, but you better have your sleep on point. You better have your nutrition on point. You better have your training on point. All those things need to be locked in to continually uh, climb that ladder, uh, depending on where your goals are. So uh, remember, lifting heavy is learned just like anything else. And it takes a lot of time and dedication physically and mentally uh, to continue to do this and, and reach those true one rep maxes. Uh, hey, I'll see you in the trenches.